Last week on Knights of the Roll Table. My name is Sora. My daughter is, is missing. I promised that we would do everything we can to find your daughter. You see outside of the window some indications of tracks towards the towards the fence right outside of that. My Sindel! Hey, Sindel! Shut up, coach. Steve, not too far. Two bullywugs, which are little kind of three-foot-tall frog creatures, and each of these are holding a spear. And that bullywug goes down. And the other one freaks out and goes, Do you know perhaps where she might have gone? What direction? (laughs) (laughs) And the bullywug is just entering the chamber. And on that is a little girl. And next to her is a humanoid, pretty witch-like. I'm not going to turn over the girl. Gravely's going to shoot it again with his arrow. She takes that arrow right in the eye, and she sort of just starts to, like, crumble into dust. Actually, Maya, you specifically look at this staff. What you see is a sort of glowing blue light. Have you ever seen anything more beautiful than this? A ray of blue light goes out to Steve, and the staff casts Cure Wounds on Steve. So the little girl all of a sudden just, like, startles, and she just said, My father would never treat me for a... Bubble. And she just like marches straight out of the cave. Keep up, keep pace with Sindel as she trudges back through the forest, roughly along the path that you came and... Escort quest. Da-da-da! So you oh, escort no. her oh, no. successfully oh, the whole no. way okay. without being attacked <laughs> as she trudges along back through the meadow, right? She scrambles under that, like, slat again. Sindel, so you guys do you have think to you can tell out. us a little bit about how you came to be in the lair of such a treacherous uh, person? Nope, nothing. She's just walking, marching the whole time. You got to keep up with her. So she she scrambles under that slat, leaving you guys on the outside of the fence again. Which for time, we'll assume you're eventually able to negotiate and get in. (laughs) Did you guys know there was a gate? I'll slip through the fence and and talk to um, the mom. Sora. Her name is Sora. And I'll say, we found her. Found her, Sora. Sora. Sorry, so late. Um, We found Sindul. So Sindel comes charging in the front door and and just goes right up to her mom and her mom embraces her and loves her and says, Sindel, I'm so where have you been? I was so worried about you. And the rest of you eventually make your way in. So you guys are gathered in the gathering room. It's a pretty small cottage, so it's a room with a kitchen and a table, and that's probably about it of the McIntyre cottage. Sora, the mother, is there, and Sindel, the eight-year-old daughter, has returned thanks to your guys' defeat of a green hag in some sort of a lair where Maya recovered a staff that seems to have some sort of a healing ability. You defeated some bullywugs on the way. The little two-year-old Wick is crawling around the room doing his two-year-old stuff, and you guys are discussing what has occurred. You guys presumably have relayed the general events to Sora and what you saw. And notably, when Sindel recovered from her trance that she seemed to be in under the green hag, she said, my father will not, would not trade me for a bauble, and then didn't really elaborate on that. Uh, coach is playing on the ground with the two-year-old. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. He'll be, he'll be entertained for uh, at least 20 minutes. Uh, Sora, um... Where where is uh, the father of of these children? My uh, my husband Kevin. He well, he's a traitor, but it's there's somewhat more than that. I he wasn't the Kev that we met when I was playing. Uh, how you say gods? No, no, that's the farmhand. This is Kevin, Kevin McIntyre. He's we've known each other for. A very long time, and, well, this causes me to think that perhaps he's done something very, very stupid. I... Well, Wick, if you kind of get a little bit lower on those glutes, you're really going to, you know, grow up to be big and strong, so... 
Wick is still drooling all over the little bat doll that Maya <laughs> gave him, which is just like really trashed. <laughs> Very smelly and toddlery. Dala, do you have any idea what they may have been talking about? Some sort of babble? Sora looks troubled. She's kind of considering whether or not she should tell you guys. And then she sort of resolves and says, all right, I, I may need to call on your, on your help again. There's something you should see. And she takes out a little dagger and she makes a cut on her arm about an inch, about an inch long cut. And what, oozes out of the cut on her arm is much darker than blood and it's much thicker. It looks almost like tar that's coming out of her. And she says, I, as you can see, I'm very sick and we've tried all manner of healing to care for me. And I'm afraid the clerics can do nothing. They can do nothing else. Coach has told me that perhaps you should hydrate. The hydration's very important. Well, that's not but good I, at all. I appreciate your concern, but it, I'm afraid it's beyond hydration. There's, there's nothing to be done, but my, my fool husband has got it into his head. He's heard of an item. It's, it's called the Seed of Life, and it apparently has tremendous healing properties, and he's got it into his head to find it. And I fear that this bauble that, that this hag told Sindel about, that it has some, it's. It's perhaps, perhaps he was looking for this seed. But you said he was a traitor, so um, no. why would he be he's looking a, for he's it? He's a trader, tra- oh, T-R-A-D-E-R. trader, right, trader, like in, in goods, yes. items and wares. Okay, so he's, okay. he's a nice guy then. He, well, yes, I mean, he's good-natured, lovable, but I'm afraid when he gets an idea in his head, he can't, he just... He can't accept that I won't be here soon, and, and it will be left to him. He's just determined to try every solution he can. Steve, Steve stands up. Okay, we'll kill him for you. I don't. I don't think that's what she meant. No. Even I think you have gravely misinterpreted the situation. No. Well, I'm gravely. Uh, we and uh, yes, I know. Well, you're just a little bucket of spit, aren't you, little guy? (laughs) (laughs) Sawa, do you have any idea where we could perhaps find your husband or this bubble that he was looking for? No, I I, I haven't the foggiest. I had no idea he was looking for it. I just know him and the way he's... the way he gets. and, And if there's any chance that it even exists, I'm sure... I'm sure he would be off finding it and 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 not here where I need him to care for for our family. And then off in the corner you hear, perhaps I could help. And you all turn to actually kind of the middle of the room off in the corner, not standing particularly next to anything. And who's standing there? Danger sense. Danger sense. <laughs> Goes around in danger sense. Tiny cars, danger sense, danger sense. What's standing there is uh, basically looks like a meerkat, but standing on his two feet and wearing a a three-piece suit, a green three-piece suit and a little bowler hat. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Sontag, and perhaps I could aid in this endeavor that you find yourself in. Everybody can see that, right? Um, yes, yes, a slightly uh, feral creature sitting up, well-dressed. I don't know what it is, but I love it. <laughs> oh, and I love you, miss. I can tell you're, uh, you're a, a warlock of impeccable taste. And uh, it, is my, it is my pleasure to extend an invitation to you from Lady Aranye, who would like to see you in her court, and perhaps she could illuminate the events that you find yourself engaged in. I would like to go. Wait, what's your name? Sontag. What exactly are you? I'm not quite sure. I've seen a creature like you before. You find yourself in the presence of an emissary of Lady Aranye's court. Oh, all right. Is this Lady Aranye? Uh, who is she someone that we should we be familiar La- with? Have we heard of Lady Aranye? You have not heard of Lady Aranye. Hmm. Well, we just... Uh, kind of 
tow this nice lady. So actually, we... when Sontag appears, Sora immediately moves around and goes and picks up Wick, kind of oh. defensively. Racist. <laughs> Sora, have you ever seen this creature before? Ah, uh, I have not, but I fear. Uh, <clears throat> I fear there may be no other way, but but the the Lady Aranye, well, she's a member of the Fey Court, and. There's some things you should know about this business. They they cannot lie, but that does not mean they are trustworthy. They give nothing away for free. And if she is inviting you to her court, it's for her. She is not. In, it is in no interest other than hers. I do quite enjoy the fair. Yes, but I thought we were, we were on a mission to try to find this... Uh, seed of life, and this seems like it might... It seems like the only lead to find it. Yes, you are correct. I think we should go. The worst case, they make an offer. We do not like it. We say no. We drink some wine. We go home. Perhaps my lady could uh, answer your questions more thoroughly. You need only accept her invitation, and we might be on her way. And he reaches his little meerkat arm out and basically just clutches a piece of the air and pulls it back, and it looks almost like he grabbed an invisible curtain and pulled that curtain back. And now there's basically a portal there in the middle of the room that he's gesturing towards you to. Go through. I hope you would join me, but I am going. Uh, well, I, I always go wherever you'll go. I mean, you'll need a guide. Then it uh, is settled. I mean, are there any uh, strong people in the Feywild? <laughs> uh, yes, there are, there are many a strong person. Coach, nobody wants to mine. Mining's so old. That's what old they people do. You mean traditional? Yeah. You mean uh, a worthwhile endeavor? And I think some of the people in the Feywild. Might enjoy that. Okay, I'm going. Maybe and I'm just going to put myself through. In the through the portal. portal. All right, Maya passes through. What is the, the thing? Whoa! He goes through. <laughs> Come on. What? Come on, Steve. Let's, let's, it's let's do this. It's XX Bloody Heart. XX Bloody Heart. I mean, I think we should go with him. Okay. Please. Can you just use my name? Yes. I'm going to call you Bloody. I'm going to call you XX Blow. No. <laughs> no, no, I don't like that. Uh, bl- bl- uh, Bloody's call, fine. Bloody's fine. Tick, tick, gentlemen. Let's go. Okay, oh, let's, let's go. go. Let's jump through. Okay, bye. So bye. Bye. nice to meet you. Uh, bye, 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 little girl. Bye, whatever. And the four of you find bye, you bye, standing bye, with Sontag in a, a new location. You are in a clearing in a forest. It's about 50 feet wide and 100 feet long, and you're on the far end of what is both a forest clearing and also undeniably a throne room. Even though it's lined with trees and it's outside in the forest, in the clearing, it just has that sense. And on the far end, there is what you definitely have the sense of being the throne. And there, you're not alone in this clearing. There are all sorts of residents of this court, it seems. There are satyrs, there are people with horns, there are elves, there are people with wings, you see a centaur, you see one person with a tiger's head, and all sorts of court, and they're all looking at you, and on the far end, there is this throne-like area, and there's a woman sitting on the throne who's covered up with a blanket, her like, over her lap, and presumably that's Lady Aranye, and the lighting is also unique in this area because it seems to be dusk and there's sort of like sunset glimmers coming through the trees in an sort of like orange dusky light that's almost the sun appears to be so low that some of the trees actually have like lighting from below in this orange light but more specifically the main source of light in this chamber is a whole bunch of little sort of like motes of floating light almost like fireflies but if you look closely at them there's no fly it's just the light Some of them are brighter than others, but there's hundreds of these just sort of drifting around the canopy of trees overhead that lights this chamber in a very sort of like the effect is very moody, mystical, uh, fairy. How strong would you say that centaur was? You want to roll perception of centaur strength? I don't know. Uh, roll, roll Maya is like beaming. 42. Like, this is her jam <laughs> yeah. right now. 
get down, get it. Uh, did you Coachella say was there films. was there she was on the throne? Yes. Okay. Does she look anything like anyone that I would recognize? Like, is it similar to Titania? <laughs> yeah, Titania is is uh, Maya's patron. So no, she doesn't. She's is a different person. And she, as you approach a little bit closer, she looks like a woman. She's a little bit larger, like the normal proportions of like a human woman, but, but she's a little like bit bigger. Yeah. And the only thing, she's a very, very beautiful. Sure, her skin has a slight bluish tone to it, and her hair is silvery. And the only thing that really stands out as not especially humanoid is that she has beautiful blue eyes, and above that set of eyes, she has another entirely different set of eyes. She has four eyes looking at you. Uh, I think Maya would literally march right up to her and say, Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, greetings. Welcome to the court. She says... Will your companions be joining us? It's rude not to approach the lady upon arrival, like, upon acceptance of her invitation. What? what oh, uh, is she speaking in common? Yes. Okay. Gotch. Yeah. Uh, Gladly. Sorry. Um, there's, there's some distracting folks here. I'm gonna walk on up. Yeah, walk up. <laughs> Whoa. Your you eyes may- are trippy. Well, I'll accept that as a compliment. You may speak. And the whole court is just staring at you. Uh, my lady, we were summoned here. And we are hoping that perhaps you can uh, help us. And uh, perhaps we can help you as well. Uh, we realize we are guests here in your beautiful court. Uh, but uh, we are looking for a, a gentleman named Kadin. Uh, and perhaps a, a trinket, maybe you know of it, called the Seed of Life. Mmm, so you desire information. And information has value. What could you perhaps offer in, in trade for knowledge of this Kavin and the seed of life, you said? Well, uh, your lady? Eh? Eh, yeah. Good job. Um, so, we can offer uh sport <laughs> and um I can break rocks really well, make them nice and shiny for you if you like that. Uh <laughs> My lady what my friend is trying to say here is that you are obviously a woman who wants for nothing in a court of such splendor and wonders, but perhaps we can offer you uh some entertainment. Or perhaps uh, some diversion. Or we can share the stories of your greatness with uh, the rest of the realms. I can find things really well um, out in the forest. I'm pretty good at it. And uh, XX Bloody Heart over here, he can kill things. You need anybody dead. <sighs> Thanks for using my name. Well, these are skills that may come in handy in the Wild, And while... Your moronic suggestions of breaking rocks might find less value here. Sport is something that I may consider. See, I told you that was a good idea. But for the moment, I would like you to find something for the seed of life that you speak of is mine. And it has gone missing. And if you could find it and bring it back into my possession, I could perhaps tell you where it is, and you could return with it. My lady, you are uh, incredibly benevolent, but uh, if I could be so bold, may I ask you for one slight favor in our agreement? You may request. We met a family, a mother with children, and uh, she was very, very ill. Uh, we have no interest in keeping the seed for ourselves, but if we could perhaps use it just to clear her illness, uh, then this would accomplish what we have set out to do and she, would change a life for the better. She had very black uh, ichor coming out of her blood. It, it, she looked like she was very sick. Mm, this is a dilemma. Hmm. 
Perhaps I could loan you my seed if you were to recover it, but I would require some form of collateral, at the very least, perhaps. That staff there, I see you holding, perhaps. You mean while we look for it, or when we bring it back? Well, I'm sure that staff has some value. You might need it to carry out your missions, but perhaps... It's just a staff, right? I mean, there's, there's nothing special about it, right? Perhaps just as collateral, if you fail to return the seed of life to me after you've taken it, then the staff would be mine. Until then, you could keep it in your own possession. I think that is very fair. But but you found that stuff. A deal has oh. been struck. Oh. Let oh. it be known oh. upon the Fey Court, <laughs> in the realm of the Fey Wild and Lady Aranye, that this deal is sealed by the uniform accords of Fey. And then everybody claps politely in the court. <laughs> yes, see what just happened. I'm we are going on an adventure. All right. Yes, this cavern that you speak has come here before you, and he himself was seeking the seed. I shall provide you with a map of the route on which he sent, because my seed has been stolen by my fool brother. I hate it when that happens. This map will guide you from my domain into his domain, and the... Facility in which we believe the seed is being guarded. You shall simply retrieve it, as Cavan was previously sent to do, bring it back here, and then you will be allowed to borrow it as discussed to do your healing before returning it to me. Lady Aranye, um, uh, my name's Gravely, by the way. I'm an Speak old... Gravely. Um, you're, you're quite lovely, and I like that you have four eyes. I thank you. Uh, does it help you see better? Yes. Wonderful. Um, Well, um, what's your brother's name? My brother is Lord Metre. Like the Metre system? I I do not know of what you speak, but he has many systems in place. Something that we use in the forest measurements, you know, to measure things like... Barks and uh, twigs and things like that. We use the metre system. Oh, I, 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 I thought that was when you were underground and you had to take the metre. Oh, that's right. That's true, well, too. Idiots. Do you want to write uh, down the time code so we can cut all this out? Great. Lady Alanya, <laughs> uh, you have been so gracious to us. Uh, I wonder, because we would like to be successful on our mission for you, uh, is there anything that you can think of that would aid us in this journey and the... Uh, retrieval of your item. Mm, if you feel inadequate to go upon the mission, perhaps I could find someone else. I only seek no, information. You know I said no such thing. Please, what? that does not mince words. Are you a cartographer as well? You made this map by yourself. It's quite nice. Uh, so she gestures into the air and a map kind of appears that has a trail, oh. a trail along the line. It is quite detailed, oh, nice. as if somebody spent a long time. This is lovely on penmanship. It. I like the details and and the topography is quite nice. All the little trees. This will be quite handy. Make my job easier. Well, thank you. Now you you mentioned that he was in another realm. Your brother, Ment- Mentre. Yes, well, my brother, this is the area in which I control in the Feywild, and when members of my court are here, they obey my rules and my word. They are bound by my word. In fact, as my guests on a mission for me, my protection in my realm will be extended to you. Oh. Ah, Which means I and members of my court cannot harm you unless you should break our agreement, in which case there will be dire consequences. Are we anywhere near the summer court? I have a friend I would love to check up on. We are a part of the summer court. Oh! Wait, so as is your my brother. brother. Oh, your brother's part of summer court as well. Mm-hmm. But he lives in like the east wing or something. Sure, yes, essentially. <laughs> in his territory, his court obey his rules ah. and are bound to him just as you and my court are now bound to me. Can I, like, send a mental text message to Titania and be like, hey, girl, in the hood, <laughs> if you want to say hi, let's do brunch. Sure. 
Boom. That, that's how you did talk. that. Is that celestial? <laughs> yes, celestial. Well, that that text message is out in the ether. <laughs> Titania, your patron. So she might be uh, we, we might be to assume that when we get into your brother's court, then those people will not like us. Is that right? Well, are you not likable? I grow tired I mean, no, of this discussion. No, you like have us. your mission and your orders and a map. I have been more than gracious, and we shall move on to form to our next matter. And everyone claps politely again. All right. Good. Now we go. We will kill your brother. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, no. It's... And you suddenly find yourself on a path. The, the, the throne room is no longer there. You're on the path that you recognize <laughs> and on the map. As just outside of the throne room, and this path is generally a straight shot onto right. what you can see on the map is the realm of Lord oh. Metre. I think that went very well. I look at the map for about like a minute and then just put it away. I'm like, okay, I've got it. Where'd the centaurs go? I needed to talk to We'll come back to them. Okay, fine. Follow me. Okay. I'm going to lead the way. Lead the way. <laughs> you can. So you head down this path. For a while, you probably walk for at least an hour. And what's strange about that is it's still dusk. That moment of just before the sun sets and that kind of eerie orange light that's coming through the trees, it stays there. And ordinarily, that would be five or ten minutes from sundown and nightfall. But that seems to be the time here, at least through this whole hour that you've been there. But eventually, what you come upon is, uh, let's say, uh, let me have everybody roll a perception check again. There's a natural 20. You perceive all. <laughs> the fabric of the universe unrolls uh, ahead so of the natural 19 four. 19 plus 1, so a 20. Oh, all right. Good rolls, except for Coach, which is par for the court, John Coach. Yeah. <laughs> Great. You'll be good <laughs> enough. Now. This place is crazy. So you guys are able to perceive ahead of you two figures in, actually, they are not on the road. They are just off of the road. It looks like potentially they're waiting in ambush or doing something nefarious, but you see them before they see you. XX bloody heart. Let me take care of them. I I can't go say hello. No. Let me sneak up on them. Anybody else feeling parched? Coach, just sit and relax. Hydration, you mean? But no, just... Guys, get off the road. Oh, okay. Get off the road, move to the side. I do not want to fight again. Perhaps we could just talk to we them. We won't have to fight if I kill them first. <laughs> uh, well, I think we're under the protection of... Uh, t- t- no, what's her name? Lady Aranya? Lady Aranya. Well, yeah. that's the other thing, uh, is we might not want to kill them if they're a member of Lady Aranya's court, because then we'd be in trouble. We'd but why like, are they hiding on the side of the road? I don't know. Maybe they're going to jump us. Maybe they're handling... Let me go say hi. I'm going to walk forward, and I'm going to go, <sighs> Hello! <laughs> God, so, you guys are the worst. Actually, regarding, regarding your thoughts about her court, is consulting the map, you can see that probably somewhat recently you've crossed out of the territory that's marched as her court. And this is not quite the territory that's marked as Lord Metre's court territory. So you're in some sort of like a neutral zone in between them. The neutral zone. Take us to the neutral zone. I still want to go So Maya walks out there and says... Is there any visual indication that they're doing something wrong? They're just dudes on the side of the road, right? Well, they're not just hanging out. They definitely look like they're hiding there. Looking for somebody to happen along. Okay, then I'm going to change what I do. And instead, I'm going to run up and say, I found you! (laughs) (laughs) Hello! (laughs) I I pull my bow and get it ready. I go into the forest. So they remain still, and there's a moment, and then there is a roll, and a crossbow bolt shoots out. And hits Maya. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Maya for six damage. I don't like that. Foul on the play. All right, so go ahead and roll initiative, I guess. Somebody just got shot by a crossbow bolt. Yeah, I am stepping into action. Yes, I am. 
19. Ooh, natural 20. Natural 20. You guys, Ooh. this is supposed to be my moment. Sorry. <laughs> Coach's parade. 14. We've got Maya Gravely. 7, 21. Coach. I'm 24. Roll the 19. And that's great. I'll roll the 19. What you, great, fun. Coach. Uh, I think Gravely's before me. Or I'm I'm ready. <laughs> All right, and Steve, what did you have? Still pretty high. All right, so. All right, Maya's hit by a crossbow bolt and gravely gets to begin. All right. I thought you said gravely injured. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of confusion with that term. Um, how much damage did you take? Six. Ooh. Not great. <laughs> um, well, okay. now they have made me angry. Mm, it happened. Mm. Um, all right, well, I'm going to shoot it. With my longbow, or attempt to. Nope, I missed. So gravely uh, attempted to fire a, and what was that roll? Uh, I rolled a five plus four is nine. All right, so his arrow goes wide, revealing his location, and we're on to Maya, who just got shot by a crossbow bolt and is yeah, upset. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and do my, my stone thing again. So I like Magic stones? stones? <laughs> You know what? No, let's, let's just go old school warlock. I'm going to do an Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let's do that. Roll for Eldritch and Blast. And I still have my staff, right? You still Which have your staff. All I've learned is that it does cure wounds. I don't know. What well, also boosted your charisma, charisma by one point, which will affect your spell attack, but also yeah. things like persuasion. It's not like plus one to spell attack. It's plus one to charisma. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I haven't learned anything else about it, or like how no. many charges or. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a seventeen plus five is going to be a twenty-two. Hit. To hit, and then I'm going to do a d10. Cool. That's a nine. Uh, so. All right. So force energy blasts out from Maya's hand. She means business this time. She's not dealing with just stones, and she blasts this eldritch blast out, and it hits this creature for we said nine damage. Yeah. Already. And you're able to see when it's like knocked back that this is a. It is a. I'm just gonna say what it is. It's a were rat. So it is part rat, part human, and it's in his. It, it's in its humanoid but rat form. And it um, looks upset. It just took nine damage. And uh, there's another one next to it. All right, and it's Coach's turn. Uh, Coach is going to see Maya get hit by that arrow. Mm-hmm. See her fire back into the uh, uh, into the bush. Two dude bros. Two dude bros. Uh, and uh, he is going to uh, cry, cry out, foul on the play. <laughs> and he's going to burst into a rage. And he's going to run into that bush and try and smack him with his warhammer. All right, roll for it. Recklessly. The one and that I take got, of this. The one that just got hit by a stone or the other one? The one that just got hit by the Eldritch Blast. Do it. Oh, yeah. It's the blast. And take of this. Ooh, that's better. Uh, how about a 15? Hit. Yes. All right. Hit. Uh, ooh. Eight plus three. Uh, 11 damage. No, plus two. 13 damage. Ooh. Ha-ha. All right. It's looking injured, so now you're engaged with that. You're hitting it, and you're near the other one, and it is Steve's turn. Do you think, Steve? Great. I'm going to sneak into the uh, forest, take Mm -hmm. the long way around to uh, maximize my sneaking. And that's his turn. No. no. (laughs) I want to hurt something. No, that's fine. Go ahead. You make it around. I want to hurt something. I will... uh, You know what? I'm going to try... If if I feel like the uh, stealth is going well, mm-hmm. I'm going to use my dagger and try and do a throat slit. All right. We'll roll for stealth first. Okay. Stealth is, I'm going to guess it's a 15. Yes, 15. Good enough. So the second one hasn't been hit but is distracted. Okay. Knife to the throat. Oh, 12. <laughs> is that with your sneak attack? Oh. Well, the sneak attack doesn't give the attack bonus. You have advantage because you're coming from stealth, so you get an extra. Oh, so that was 12 to hit. So actually that is a success. Really? Yes, and then you can add your sneak attack damage. They're rats. They're walking rats. Great, good. Don't question it. I like them. (laughs) That's going to be 10 damage. 
All right, it's upset by that, turns around, engages with you, and we are on um, rat number one. Rat number one is going to attack, smells you, doesn't like you, and it is going to uh, attempt to bite Coach, which it does because it rolled an 18. Ratchelor. Plus it's bonus. That's a 20 total, and for hit, you're going to take five damage. Halved. But you're also going to roll. Because <laughs> I'm raging. Because you're raging. Oh, but it had advantage, right? Hmm? But it, it has did, advantage. It did, did have advantage, yep. Still hits. Um, and you're going to do a constitution saving throw because a were creature just bit you. Oh, no. <laughs> roll well, coach. Oh, no. All right. Sorry. Two damage to me. Uh, constitution save? Yeah. I'm all right at those. Ooh, 20. Dirty 20. All right. You're not a were-rat. Good job. Woo! Yay! It also takes a swing with his short sword and misses, and then the other were-rat's going to turn around and attack Steve with its bite. First rolls a 14. What's your AC, Steve? Ooh, it's 13. Oh, doesn't bite you, but it's going to take a short sword attack, and it rolled lower. So no good on the were-rats, and we're back to Gravely. All right. Um, I'm not happy about that last uh, volley of arrows, so I'm going to... Are they within five feet of each other? Yes. Okay. And other people. <clears throat> oh, rats. 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 <laughs> Literally rats. <laughs> <laughs> that was intentional. Um, okay, I'll just try to shoot one of them then. Okay, which one? The uh, bravely one or the, the one steed that, one? The one that's been hit. Okay. Whichever one that is. Mm-hmm. We're at one fighting um, Where at number one likes long watch, walks on the beach and getting hit by arrows. <laughs> uh, which, uh, 16? Hit. Uh, that's a 16. 16. All right. Yeah. That's just one arrow you're shooting very effectively with Correct. a whole bunch of ranger bonuses, right? Yeah. All right. God. Dead shot, key shot. That arrow Should goes right into his what heart. What are we doing? And it pins him against the tree behind him. And you see, it, and this creature reverts back to its human form. And this kind of like greasy, snivelly human is just standing there, dead, pinned against the tree. You've defeated one were rat. And stay away from our friends. It's Maya's turn. Okay. Well, I would normally try to make a conversation, but I'm a little pissed off right mm. now. So I'm going to go ahead and do my uh, magic stone thing uh, and do that real quick. So that's going to be a shroop, shroop, shroop. 16 plus 5, so 21 to hit. Magic stone. <laughs> and then. Take me home. <laughs> To the realm. Oh, no. So it's six damage. <laughs> Not a great stone hit. All righty. You hit it with a stone, and then it is uh, Coach's turn. Uh, Coach would like to thank his uh, powerful immune system and antioxidants for not becoming a were-rat. Uh, and he's going to... Formal thank you. <laughs> to, to, to his body. To his, to his palace. His, his body is looking welcome, for a marketing Coach. deal in the, course, in the future. Gosh, you, my you treat your body like well. And uh, that's so brought you well to you back. by You know, when I get bit by a were rat, <laughs> I'm just glad that I have Coach's antioxidant formula <laughs> to prevent lycanthropy. Available <laughs> ginseng. ginseng and taurine. <laughs> All right, I'm going to swing again uh, uh, angrily because these are some foul rats. Because you're rageful, so you're swinging with advantage? I am not. No, yeah, I'll, I'll do reckless. Why not? They're farting every 10 seconds. Oops, that's a natural one. I'm glad I used advantage. Ooh, natural eight. Uh, plus five. That's a 13. Oh, hit. Ha ha. All right. Switch out these. Ooh, a seven. Uh, plus a three. Uh, 12 damage with my rage bonus. Mm, it is in very bad shape. Oh, you feel that victory is at hand, but then you hear a nope. howling Hold on. off in the distance. It's still happening. With even my if bonus your turn's action. not done. That's fine. Go ahead. Ah. Go ahead. Okay. But they're still howling off in the distance. Oh, in the distance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bonus action. Oh. I'm gonna give him give him the old spiky Spike shoulder. Armor. <laughs> shoulder. Spike shoulder. Roll for it. All right. Uh, Seventeen plus five. That's a twenty-two. That'll that's hit. A, yeah, that'll hit. No, oh, it's a four. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hiding in there. That's enough. Four plus. So no. your shoulder uh, is enough to knock this way right backwards, and he again he reverts to his own. <laughs> Uh, humanoid form, no longer a rat, seems uh, seems dead. 
but you recognize that this howl, this wolf howl, is coming out behind you, and it sort of like echoes throughout the forest, and then a, a werewolf steps forward behind you on the opposite side of the road from where the were-rats were, and it steps out onto the road, and it's going to attack uh, gravely. Who's... Oh, it's all the way back there? I'm, like, really far away. Well, it just steps onto the road. So it had time to position itself wherever it wanted. It wanted to be near you because you seem dangerous with that stupid bow. Ah, and it misses it a bite attack. You, you um, stumble backwards from its bite, and then it also misses its claw attack. Not intimidating, but it did howl menacingly. And now it is... What happened? That was Coach's turn. Person is done. And it's Steve's turn. Help! Uh, help, Steve. All right, I'll stealth back, and this time I'm going to switch to the uh, short sword as I go. Mm-hmm. Try and stab it in the back. Already? Do you want me to stealth with that? Yes. Stealth is 22. Stealthy. Go for it. Ooh, 21 to hit. Hit. Nine. All right, so it takes nine damage. You stab it in the back with your short sword. And then I'll use my bonus action to disengage. All right. And bring us to Gravely's turn. Okay, I really don't like that werewolf. Um, so I'm going it's to... It's snarling. It smells bad. It's right in your face. <sighs> it's out for blood. If it's I out attack... for maybe companionship. Maybe all it really wants is a friend. So. A werewolf oh, no. friend. If I attack with my arrow, Four if it's right in front of me, friends. is it, it going to be a disadvantage? Yes. Maybe worse than that. I don't remember. But, yes, you can't generally. There's, a, like, a feat you can have to be able to. Yeah. I there's a fighting have, style I think you have can that. have to shoot things with arrows up close, and you don't have it. I don't have that. Uh, well, I'm going to Hunter's Mark it anyways. Hunter's Mark. But you can stumble back and draw a sword if you want. You might not be able to, like, secure, securely put away your bow, but you could still get an attack off on it. Yeah. I'll just drop my longbow and kind of... And then pull out my short sword and uh, attack it. And that's going to be a 17 to hit. Hit. Okay. That's a D6. So 2 plus 6 is 8 plus... Oh, it's not hurt. It's not hurt yet. No, it's not hurt, but you got your hunter's mark on it, right? Oh, yeah, you heard it. It is hurt. Colossus Slayer. That's a good ability. So, so uh, plus three is 11, plus Hunter's Mark, which is two. So that's 13 plus two for, uh, because it's a humanoid favorite enemy. Uh, so that's 15 damage. Impressive. All right. So it looks nice stunned, facts. annoyed nice that you just short, shorted really it yeah, really badly is. for great. a ridiculous amount of damage. Can, can I use my movement to... Um, uh, run. <laughs> you Underneath can, but it's legs. engaged with you, so it would get opportunity attack on you. Yep, that's fine. I'm going to run underneath it and towards my friends. <laughs> opportunity attack from the werewolf. And I don't, just I don't have to go around friend. it because I have halfling nimbleness. Mm, so you're going to go under its legs? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it rolled an 18. Ooh. That hits. Yeah. So it's going to bite you. Ready, bro. <laughs> and roll your DC constitution save. Does this count as poison? Uh, hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's a disease. It's not a poison. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> disease. <laughs> I have a disease. Con save. Uh, that's a six. <laughs> Total of six? Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, it's good news you're not turning into a were-rat. It's much cooler <laughs> that you might be infected oh with uh, werewolf lycanthropy. You also took three damage. I should be more prepared to know how that works, but it's not, you're not a werewolf yet. And um, that's concerning, but a, what's also concerning is yeah. uh, you guys can hear sounds from the forest all around you at somewhat of a distance, but it gives you the thought that maybe that howl was heard by more than just you. Mm. And it is Maya's turn. I yell out, we need to go! Right. Uh, Ouch. Also, we hit the werewolf. And oh, mm. also, 
Okay. <laughs> the only enemy you can see in range is the werewolf, so just bit gravely. A werewolf um. orkling. A half. <laughs> Gosh, what have we done? Ling. Half orc <laughs> werewolf. Yep. Might be something we need to experience. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do Toll the Dead on the werewolf. To point at it, it does a wisdom saving throw, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see how wise this werewolf is. Answer, not really. Only rolls a seven. So, yeah, so it's effective. So that means that I roll a D8, uh, or sorry, a D12 of necrotic damage. And that's a three. So it takes three. Is there something else with that or just the damage? Uh, there's the sound of a Dolores bell. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The only sound in these woods should be my howl. It hates the sound of the dolorous bell. Somebody, we need to figure out how that word is said. Dolorous, dolorous, Dolores. 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 You know what? Let's. Uh... Greetings. It's me, Dolores Bell. <laughs> Why Alexander? To share my necrotic damage. <laughs> wait, just Here we go. Wait, say... hang on. Google's going to do it. Dolores. 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 Dolores Bell. Well, that's Dolores how we Bells. say my name down here in the south. Dolores. 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 Oh, she's sultry. Dolores. 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 Oh, jeez. Okay, so it hears that. It's confused oh, because while it's painful necrotic damage, it sounded kind of sexy. Dolores. Mm. How are you doing? Bong. <laughs> and it's Coach's turn. All right, Coach is uh, going to rush the werewolf, seeing that he just hit his tiny friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, with his... Um, Hammer out, war hammer out. He's going to take a couple swings against that werewolf. Rush the werewolf is the name of my new indie punk <laughs> yeah. rock band. Rush the werewolf. That's the album or the name of the band? It's the name of the band. Okay. Is it a self-titled album, though? <laughs> the self- yeah, exactly. So it is technically both. I'm not using Reckless. That is a natural one. Oh, you oh, missed. No. Uh, I am an album name Lycan Speed. <laughs> 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 Love and like him. <laughs> stupid. Uh, like I, in the I'm going to go ahead and use my... Um, like in your... Okay. Like in, I'm writing down like in the fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> like in the fast lane. Oh, dear. Uh, Path of the Battle Rager. I'm going to try and try and spike it with my shoulder. Liking it. Do it. Loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that misses. That's a, set, uh, a nine. That misses. So Coach just like charges up there swinging, yelling, misses with the warhammer, misses with his spike shoulder, stands awkwardly next to gravely looking very upset. This is the upset. proper form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coach, not the time. Ow. Ow. <laughs> that brings us to Werewolf again, who's going to try to attack Coach with a 16. It's And mm, this is his... Ooh. All right, so you're going to roll another save because that's his bite. Ooh, 16. Ooh, you save. Somebody's, somebody's not a werewolf because he knows how to make a con save, but he does take 10 damage. Oh, Actually, no, that's a, that's a six. So you take seven damage. Oh, and that's halved because you're... So four damage. You said a lot of numbers. I know. Total I was wrong. Seven? I was wrong with my first seven. number because a nine was not Half a six. Three. It depends on what's underlined on my dice. All right. So you're a three. That's fine. And then uh, he's going to attack again. He's going to attack Coach again with his claws. When you're crazy. Okay. So only now blocks. I rolled, I think, dice a six. Facts. But that little dot that's either on the top or the bottom, I don't know. I'm going to say that's six. It's going to miss either way. Either way. All right. 15 AC. Now, Steve's turn. There's still sounds out there in the forest. Let's get out of here. I'm going to run up the path. Which way? The way you came the from way we were, or the other the way? The way we were intending to go. Okay, so Steve just takes off dash action? Yeah. Fast? All right. Yeah. And I, before, because I'm pretty close to Coach, right? Because he's with the thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I try and, like, pull him Grab a him. little bit to kind of get you going at Signal. least. You can or at least that disengage you, can dash you with a cunning action. So yeah, you can grab him and kind of yank him along with you and head down the road. And uh, you don't get terribly far. You maybe get thirty feet before in front of you on the road steps a oh, another no. werewolf. And oh, on either side of it 
steps a were rat and actually another it looks like a were boar and also up the road from Wereboar. the direction you came were boar art that romeo <laughs> Is another werebore and another werewolf, and you can still hear sounds out in the forest. And you look around, and there's a lot of growling and snarling. And Do any of them look like they're in charge? Like, you know. <laughs> How like, would you assess that? Roll insight <laughs> like, to see who looks Are any wearing a crown or a sash or <laughs> like a badge? A suit. A little of, flag yeah, giant hand. neon sign right. with their head saying a little bit a little bit nicer insight. suit than the other ones. Yeah. That's Ooh. an 18 Ooh. plus 3, so that's a 21. Ooh. Who's running this show, buddy? <laughs> you know, you have a that sense that bore. You know, <laughs> that howl you heard earlier sounded awfully authoritative, and a lot of people responded to it, and it leads you to believe that their leader is, in fact, the werewolf that you are already engaged with. The one that's with The one that Coach. bit me. Mm-hmm, the one that bit gravely, the one that you've been fighting. Are there any other creatures near that one? You guys. Just us. Gravely and Coach are near it. You are pretty thoroughly surrounded, and it's Gravely's turn. Uh, any ideas, Gravely? Um, I think, well, so the path is blocked. Mm-hmm. Both directions. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, I can't really use primeval awareness. I think that's this one we are fighting. He is the one that is in charge. I'm just letting you know. Can I, can I use a bonus action to talk to it? Like, or can I just have a free action? You can use a free action. I mean, it's your turn. So, yeah, you can talk to it. Can I be like... You what? can decide not to fight it. I, I, I kind of, like, look back and I'll be like, What do you want? Well, I want to welcome you to our brotherhood, new lichen. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed the episode and want to hear more, we need your help. Subscribe, rate and review, and spread the word to other folks who might enjoy the pod. Today, we want to thank listener Permagamer for leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Permagamer says, fun D&D for the family. If you're looking for a nerdy RPG show to listen to with the whole family, then you've come to the right place. Quick pacing and even quicker wit. Thanks, Permagamer. Much appreciated. Reviews are a big help in getting us going. If you'd like to see original art of the characters drawn by our own Chris Daly, you should check out our Instagram at Knights of the World Table Podcast, and you can see more of his work at Daily Tunes RPG. The theme music for our show is composed by our own Weston Gardner. Check out what he does at Make My Anthem. You can also follow us on Twitter for episode updates and announcements at Rolled Table. Thanks again for listening. See you next time. Until then, go out and make life an adventure.